0: people, people. Yeah, people everybody in the booth
1: can tell myself smqb's episode 143 people, oh, give us your number
2: number four yeah we should get that one <laughs> that would be the number four College football playoff,
0: Alabama Crimson Tide. I look forward to our debate.
2: Uh, uh, I'll,
0: I'm will i going to go right after that one. My number is a million, and that is how many death threats that Boo Corrigan has gotten for putting Alabama at number four.
1: <laughs> Rooster, what do you have?
3: My number is zero, as in my percentage confidence level that Brian Cashman gets it right at the winter meetings.
4: Oh, Alice? My number is six. That is the number of carries given to DeAndre Swift last night against the San Francisco 49ers. When the entire objective was to keep the Niners off the field, the Eagles decided to pass.
1: All right. And I'm going to give you a number of, (laughs) excuse me, under the weather, Chris, um, 28. That is Juan Soto's wins above replacement player stay tuned oh boy
3: here we go wow
2: you that's what everybody to wants out. to hear this week
0: let's talk I about do. Juan
2: soda
3: i'm very interested in Juan soda
0: i bet you are yeah you should be pinstripes
1: all right i'm gonna cough my way through this tonight we gotta get started with college football though and this is an abomination this is a travesty. I think there's going to be congressional hearings. Whatever. House, tee this up for us. What's
4: what's going on? Here's the thing. We have a Bama fan on this podcast. And, and despite the fact that he, he didn't go there, we will give him his legitimate stripes. He is year in and year out a, a legit, I'm a fan, so I think we could just hold him to the side for a sec because I think he's ready for the full arsenal that's coming on from all this. But originally, as a fan, as a fan watching college football, sick and tired of watching Notre Dame, you know, and TCU get thumped year after year. As a fan, I thought that the committee landed on the right place. And then I started listening to the objective wisdom, not just of the FSU world. And I realized just how wrong the committee got it. And I realized that what they did was a projection for the fans based on money for ESPN. And what they did not do was really adhere to the rules and guidelines for the committee, and review the season as a whole. And I think beyond what everybody has said time and again, and we'll probably join in that chorus, I think what some people are not talking about is the threat to the, the, the existence, really, of the ACC. Like, what's the point? For, for the ACC, what is the point if you are Florida State What is the point if you are Clemson? What is the point if you're Virginia or Duke or North Carolina to go out, schedule games against SEC teams? Why not, if you're given the opportunity to run and leave and join the SEC, why wouldn't you do that? Like, What would be the point of staying in the ACC at this point? Otherwise, you're an
3: undefeated Power 5 champion like FSU, and you find out that the season record... Means nothing well, unless it unless it's used to justify putting in an SEC team that has a loss.
4: It's worse than a loss. It really is because they got thumped by Texas. It wasn't just a loss; it was a thumping. Not only did they get thumped by Texas, but I think even our Bama fan would acknowledge, as he did honestly during the pod, during the season. That they struggled against teams that they should not have struggled against. No And, and Jalen Milroe he's a talented kid, but he kind of threw up a prayer against Auburn. He threw up a prayer, and that no prayer, doubt. that prayer, is greater than an undefeated Power Five team. An undefeated Power Five team has never been left out of the college football playoff since the beginning of it. And I do feel bad and I know milk doesn't cuz he's a Florida fan. I do feel bad for these FSU kids including Jaden Daniel but the entire the entire group that played all season long and their whole goal was get undefeated get undefeated cuz if you do you're in the playoff. And apparently you don't. Well, one thing and I'll defend other stuff in a
2: minute. When you say why why even be in the ACC or whatever? you got to remember, this was the last college football selection of four teams. Next year, this conversation is completely different. So I get what your point is for this year, but going forward, the ACC, their conference champion is going to be an automatic bid into the top 12, and more than likely, they'll get one, maybe two at largest, depending on how their things shake out. I get your oh, point for this kids. year. But there's no penalty to be in the ACC, uh, like you were talking about.
1: Tell that to the kids on on Florida State, the seniors and the and the juniors. I get I get that,
2: but we're we talking, and I think part of the whole analysis is is that the committee knows they're going to get heat one way or the other. They're going to get heat. This was the last time they had four teams, and the, and you know what they said. Fuck it, we're going to put the best four onto the playoff uh grid and we'll but take as the best four
3: as determined by them though. That's the problem, not by the rules.
0: Well not okay, by the let's, records. Talk
2: about, let's talk about the rules. All right. Because as trial lawyers, we like to tell stories. Well this story began in June of 2012 when the BCS adopted the CFP selection committee protocol. The number one thing on their mission was select the best teams, rank them for inclusion in the playoff. And their principles that they followed were select the teams using a process that distinguishes among otherwise comparable teams by considering. And then there's four things that they put in place back in 2012. This system was always going to be subjective. It was always going to be flawed because you had five power conferences and you had four slots. This was inevitable. This was inevitable, right? What's number one? Number one, conference championships.
4: There you go. Okay.
2: Check and check. Both teams, Alabama, Florida State. Number two, strength of schedule. Strength of schedule. Alabama had the number five strength of schedule. Florida State had the number 55 strength of schedule. Number three, comparative outcomes of common opponents without incentivizing margin of victory. Well, Florida State played LSU. 45-24, first game of the year, looked amazing. LSU looked like shit. Alabama played LSU 42 to 28 uh, about a month ago. Um, one by fourteen, Florida State one by twenty-one. The final, so there's not really, you know, if you don't do margin of victory, seven versus 14, seven versus fourteen, whatever. Then you have the final one, which is, and this is where the whole debate comes down to. Other relevant factors such as unavailability of key player and coaches that may have affected teams' performance during the season or likely will affect its postseason performance. Guys, they built it into the system in 2012 Damn. with a possibility that this might happen. It took a decade for them to actually invoke this rule, but if you listen to Boo Corrigan, Talk about what was talked about in the room. It was this Florida State team is a different team than it was for the but last eleven I, weeks. You, you know, and that's- and one more point that one and you know say whether it's relevant or not. But one of the considerations that the, the people in there had was who do you want to play? Do you would you rather play Florida State or would you rather play Alabama? I mean, that's what they said. Uh, whether uh, they should have taken I that one consideration thing- or not that's up for them
1: i think one thing that that was really unfair and i haven't heard it talked about too too much uh, it's not certainly not an original thought here but you know the the quarterback that we saw play saturday night for florida state would not be the quarterback playing in the semifinals because that that quarterback the the second string the backup quarterback was in concussion protocol so florida state had to play and win by the way with a freshman quarterback, the third string guy, when they play, would play in the in the bowl game, in the semifinals, you know, they would be playing with their second string quarterback who would have a month to get ready for the game. Um, so it's, it's pretty harsh to judge Florida State. You know, that a lot of people were saying, oh, their offense was so bad, their offense was so bad because they don't have their quarterback. No, no, the, the game we saw the other night,
3: was with their
2: third string quarterback which they still won against Louisville
3: which player. is a good team and that just shows right. you how good their defense is.
2: Yeah, they run because they on a wildcat play the guy got like 70 yards and that was the only touchdown. But but that's the only reason that's the only reason you're alive is because of a right. bullshit in, play. Yeah, oh, because oh, of the, oh, yeah. in the
3: Auburn game.
2: Yeah. So I think yeah, Milk, what do you think? Because you saw your, so something, the Something to
0: think. I've watched Florida State all year long. First of all, the backup quarterback was atrocious, okay, against. Yeah. And, and by the way, everyone's saying, oh, they beat two SEC teams. It can in, Florida is a terrible football team right now, okay? Terrible. It's a rivalry
4: football. game, okay? It, it's a, a rivalry that's, game.
0: That's fine, but they're a bad team. They're a bad okay, team. Okay, Auburn was
4: a bad team, and Alabama almost lost in the rivalry, rivalry game. Year. Yeah, so
0: to my point is this: Florida State looked really bad all year. They they had some very questionable wins. They should have lost to Clemson. Guys, the guy missed a thirty-yard field goal. So if you're going to use the Auburn, well, it was a miracle. That was a miracle right there. They won that game. They should have lost to Clemson. College. This is with Jordan Travis, by the way. Jordan Travis played all of these games. They should have lost to to Miami, or it was close. Miami's terrible. Terrible. So they're. I'm sorry. They blew out Wake Forest. They blew out whoever. Their their total resume over the course of a season was not that impressive. Yes, they went undefeated. So did Liberty. Okay. I'm not. And I'm not going there with that argument. I'm just saying. It it now you take away Jordan Travis, the one thing that was keeping that team together. I'm sorry. I think they nailed this. Like Florida State should not. They will not be competitive in the playoff. I feel bad for the kids. A question though, I mean, along those lines, how
1: good is Michigan?
4: I mean, oh, come Michigan on. Michigan hasn't looked really? great. That's what? What? That's obscene. I don't know. That, that's what? obscene. They've I been, I, I mean, if,
2: if you're going to say that Florida Michigan State hasn't looked good, great,
1: if you're going to say that Florida State hasn't, you know, never really looked that good and, and wasn't that great and their offense and this and that, I mean, Michigan what? hasn't really. Put up a ton they, of points. I mean, they,
2: they played don't pass, two teams.
3: They, don't, they go whole games without throwing the ball.
2: They, they can't played can't two the teams. Ball. They played Penn State and they played Ohio State. Those are the teams they played. Yeah, and and they beat beat Penn State pretty bad. And they, you know, we know what they did with Ohio State. It was close. If
0: um, Florida State had played a top five team in the last two weeks, they would have lost by forty.
4: Every college football team right now, because they're chicken and they're scared of the upset. No college football team anymore can say they've played any more than two teams during the year in these Power Five conferences. Nobody gets to say they played any more than, uh, come on. And, and by the way, as far as I remember, Florida State, from this same committee of the college football playoff, was ranked, I think, maybe three or four for the last three to five weeks. So tell yeah. me, okay, tell me how it is when you're, three or four for the last five weeks, including including after Jordan Travis goes down in the game before, how is it that Bama goes from eight and leapfrogs four? Unless unless you just, yeah. It's not ratings. Money hold, on, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, money. wait, wait. wait I mean, don't, not, they don't, know know
2: they don't take on. into consideration injuries until the final ranking, and they've said that, and they've been consistent with that. They were asked that after every time. Book Horgan's like, we don't take that in consideration until the final ranking. I mean, they, they were signposting this was going to happen. That's interesting. Mm. Also, the only way, the way that it happened, though, was Alabama to beat Georgia, who was 29 no. straight games, two time national defending champion. That's the only way this happened. No, jump, in, jump I, in, though.
0: What I have seen a lot happen over the last 24 hours, and I will give, I don't, first of all, I want everyone to know I hate Alabama. And I Do hate Nick Saban. <laughs> More than State. I am not defending this defending Alabama, but you know what I've seen softened a lot is Alabama's victory over Georgia, who a week ago was the immortal team. Immortal had not lost in two years. They took them out in a neutral site in Atlanta though. Come on. We know that was yeah. so pro Georgia. Yeah. They took them out and, and like beat them head to head in the trenches. By like three. that's been, yeah, by three but, points. So what? It's like the, that team i have lost in two House, years. House, you know, I heard
1: a really good comparison of this that you'll appreciate. This would be like in, in whatever dreadful year it was that the Eagles won the Super Bowl, that Ooh, when Carson Wentz got hurt, yep. if all of a sudden the NFL came back and said, well, you're not really the same team, we're not going to put you in the playoffs this
3: year.
4: That's beautiful. Well, right now, this yeah, right
3: sure. now this year, there's an example. If you look at the A AFC wildcard teams, it, it's the Steelers, Browns, and the Colts in the Not hunt. None of them
4: had their starter. Right
3: in the hunt are the Texans and the Bills. Everybody would rather see the Texans and the Bills in the in the playoffs than the Steelers and the Browns, and everybody would rather it face the Steelers and rounds over the texans and bills right now because they'd be afraid of losing to the latter two teams the the system stinks is my Change
2: point it. it's a guy. shitty so, system so what system so what teams system would you rather have because we had the bcs which was computer rankings and everybody's no. like no 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 we want we want there to be the opportunity for there to be some subjectivity some eye test, and that's why they brought the committee. In, if you're okay? gonna
3: have, if you're gonna have five, um, pow, power, if you're gonna have a power five, you can't have four teams. It doesn't make any sense.
2: Right. I told you it was flawed when they built it.
3: the ch- The champion of each one of the power five um, leagues needs to be in, so you probably need to have six teams at, at a minimum.
0: Right. That's why they moved to twelve. That's why they you moved know, to twelve. Problem. and, and well, you know what's
2: you know what's ironic, guys, is that they could have had it this year, but the Big Ten and the Pac twelve and the ACC commissioners killed it. ACC did to screw the, the ACC SEC to screw the SEC. The it's ACC ironic. commissioner. How ironic is it that the Jim Phillips, the ACC commissioner, screwed Florida State ultimately, right? Because they could have had it this year. And my final, my final point is this. Would you guys rather have the computer rankings?
4: No. No, No, because you already know the answer, so I'm going to say no. Of
2: course I know the answer. What do you think the answer is? Who do you think is ranked number one, two, three, and four in the computer ranking?
1: Well, Michigan, Washington, Texas, Alabama.
2: Nope. Michigan, Washington. Michigan, one. Washington, two. Georgia. Alabama, three. And Florida State, four. You guys okay with that?
0: Oh, I'm not okay with that. Hello, doesn't Texas head to
2: head doesn't matter because the computers I, don't weigh that. It was just jumbled in. But well, wait a minute, that that
1: puts an undefeated team in there, an undefeated champion in there. It leaves the one loss team
3: out.
2: Yeah, oh. it leaves it leaves Texas out, who beat Alabama head to head. I'm not arguing. Texas and to smoked middle, OSU, but the computers. The computers under the BCS, this is, BCS, if we were still in that system, it would have been Michigan, Washington, Alabama, Florida State, Texas, Georgia, and Ohio State. That's the ranking in the top seven. So what let me ask you system a question is better? That's what I'm asking. Club team ask playoff, that's where we're going.
4: We are where we are. So let me ask you a question. Did the committee choose the four best teams? Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. No. All right.
4: Hold on. Let's pause for a second. The committee chose the four best teams, right? Correct. Is, is Washington, Texas, or Michigan better than Georgia? I
2: no. mean, I would, it
4: would you. be
0: interesting. Thank you. On the no, no, on not a neutral Not the four site, best teams. Site, it, on the no, neutral no, no, site, no, 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 no. I'm no, not no, saying no. they're not. Hold on. What's the number one? We left now? out Go one. Of the Go, four best teams. House. Go back to the guidelines. Go back to the rules they have to follow. What's the number one most important thing? Conference championship. Conference championship. They did not win their conference championship. That's not why that's why they're not in that top four. So that doesn't work either. That's why the other when Cincinnati win it, everyone's like, oh, Cincinnati. And it was split. You Alabama. Know was- you know,
1: you know what this all comes down to? It all comes down to this. Money has ruined college sports. Uh, it's ruined college, college sports. Narrative. Well, you know what? And I'll tell you, I, I, I was texting with you guys about the number of people who go into the friggin' transfer portal, too. You got the quarterback from Ohio State who what they, they lose a game, so he says, Well, if I better get out of here, I'm gonna go find somewhere better to
2: play. And he the goes, quarterback from, from OU today. And the, oh, his yeah, coach is dogging I mean, him, he's gonna declare.
3: Yeah, the whole I, the whole the whole um Story though after Ohio State lost to Michigan was how uh coach Day screwed up and picked the wrong quarterback that that yeah uh, yeah
0: McCarthy he won't commit really to him to go for the to bowl State game he won't Ohio commit State. to him for the bowl game I would why well, would he no now? Sorry. After he's in I the mean
1: portal. college sports look it's 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 a professional league at this point with no rules and a bunch of old white men. Making decisions about television contracts in a in a smoky room. It really is. It, that's what college football is at this point. Okay.
2: Would By you way, have said flash, the same It's thing? always been that way. Would you have said the same thing if Texas had been left out and Florida State had been put in? Probably. Really? Okay. College football has always. This been isn't. It, is this it? isn't just an anti-Alabama rant. Because I think no, it is it's not just an anti. I'm saying college football is a joke. It's a joke. You've been saying that for. You're not new on this. You've been saying that oh, for a I while. Know. I know. I like, know. You're like, why, why should I be interested? Tell me why I should be interested. Hey, if because if you're not interested just, in these in this four, it's in not amateurism teams,
1: anymore. Don't watch. it's. You know, it's not amateurism anymore. You know, we 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 talked about the Jimbo Fisher thing on uh, two pods ago about the amount of money. That could be going to students. It's just and I and I, I get the argument, oh well that keeps other other athletic programs going at the school. Bullshit. This is just a money grab. It's a bunch of old white guys who are who have nothing to live for other than than you know Sunday football or Saturday football, excuse me. And and they just are, are so committed to seeing these schools play football, football, football. They don't give a shit about education. They don't give a shit about developing these these young men into players, and this is the this is the pinnacle of it right here. This is it. It was a money grab, and that's what they decided. What is the most what what is most eyeballs in this country want to watch? What are we going to get the most people tuning in for? And these are the games.
3: That's, Wait, who picks the true. committee? Who picks the selection true. committee? Anyone? There know? are
0: more FSU fans in this country. Uh, than a lot of other schools. There would have been plenty of eyeballs and money to be made from FSU. They could not
4: do this. Listen, they just created a mega, mega conference in the SEC. They could not screw over the SEC. They couldn't do it. They couldn't. The SEC is the most powerful conference in sports. There might be the most powerful unit in all the sports In college, for sure. Maybe the pros do. It's a powerful effing conference. And
2: so the SEC champion, you're not going to have the SEC champion in the Final Four when they've won Uh, four out of six of the last I mean, it was never going to happen.
3: To your point, though, Pope, I think the conversation would be a lot easier if Georgia had won because they'd be undefeated. And they're bumping out an undefeated
4: team. That would be Be more palatable.
0: Be mad at Georgia for losing.
4: Yeah, Georgia messed the whole thing up. I am. The only thing that could help all of this is Michigan winning 38-3. to 3. So, please, let's all – we should all root for and, that, all five of us. And
1: Florida State steamrolling yeah, right. Georgia
4: in, in the
1: in the by game. The exactly. By the
0: way, I Florida – this is – and my FSU fans are starting to do this shit, and it's such bullshit. They're like, uh, well, they don't care. They don't want to be there. Bullshit. Florida State wants to show yeah, – Mike Norvell will
2: game. definitely –
0: show up more than anything in this world to prove a point. And by the way, guess who's not incentivized to be there? Georgia. Watch what happens. Georgia is gonna blow the fucking doors off of FSU and show the world that they didn't belong. And Georgia doesn't want to be in that game.
4: I Watch can't wait happen. to bet you on that game. I can't
0: fucking wait. I'll take that. I can't I wait bet to bet you on that game. Long. I will take that. I can't Georgia wait to bet Pope on Michigan, Alabama. Long. All day long. All day long.
2: Just get all right, just, let's go. So now are we done with the top four? Because I got a little bit bone to pick here.
4: Oh no way. No, no he switched hats. He
0: switched to another team. Which
4: hats in the middle of no it? Way. Go- no way. He's gone. He's gone
0: to the school he actually if he I does, does his- this.
4: I have another punchable face of the week this week. Come on, why wouldn't you? Looking very punchable. Why? why would the committee
2: after they just did what they did, why would they then put Liberty, who had the worst schedule in the entire college football? And undefeated, yeah, they didn't play one power five school. Why would they put them in the Fiesta Bowl against the Oregon Ducks? I love milk. You're like, hey, one minute you're playing for Natty, and the next minute you got to play Liberty in the Fiesta Bowl. Liberty. I mean, what a joke. SMU manhandled Tulane. I was very surprised, House. I did not expect that. You can't say that they shouldn't have been the number, whatever, 23. And and got the the non power five birth to the the near six. I think, I think that's a joke. They, that's a they didn't apply the same logic. Whatever, but you got anyhow, had I had to you get got, that off my chest.
4: You got baby split. That's the end of the day. You got baby split. SMU is a very good team. They're they're fifty times better than Liberty. It's a very very good football team that won that championship. And with the backup, you, ba- you you. <laughs> He's excellent. I mean, if he I hangs know. around, he's excellent. You got baby split by the committee or whoever decides. Losses?
0: They have two losses, right? They have two losses. Yeah, they lost to Oklahoma
4: uh,
2: in the fourth quarter on the road. They were tied going in, and they lost what? to TCU early on uh, on the road. It wasn't that close. but They uh,
4: were eight and conference.
2: Yeah, I mean, look. I they won on the road.
0: About, That's I'm too- excited oh, yeah. about
2: you using that kind of as a little grudge going into the ACC. They're playing Boston College the fucking Fenway bowl. I mean, that's their, that's their reward. They got to go to Boston in the holidays to play in the Fenway. <laughs> Stadium.
4: I'm sure you'll be there to support your team. Yeah, I would, except I'm that's not right. going to be here. In, in oh, actually,
3: he's going to be, he's going to be at, at watching Alabama.
4: No, so let's it's, introduce it's so cool, our man. fans to the acronym NARF. not a okay. real fan. NARF. That, <laughs> that, that's been trademarked by House, by the way. Uh, yeah.
1: All right, we will uh, come back and talk mo- more bowl games as we get closer to uh, to, this, to the actual games themselves. Uh, so not the end of it, but I don't know. I, I'll probably I'll probably log off for those parts of the conversations at this point since it's just a big fucking Ponzi scheme anyway. But oh, uh, <laughs> Jesus, who's Let's let's move over to uh to Kansas at least what's 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 an obvious and in your face money grab all the time the NFL uh, house.
4: Hey, you, want, got, you, want to talk you guys, see that? see like, that Green Bay Kansas City game last night? I want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, think Jordan, I think Jordan Love. I told Love you before be the good. year
3: that Jordan Love was going to turn out to be. a you good were right,
4: Mister. You were Can right. Can we please stop He's got talking about
3: fucking Green Bay? It's got
4: really?
1: the tools. Yeah. Really? Okay. Let's to make the playoff. Let's talk
4: about, let's talk about Kenny Pickett's injury. Let's talk about Kenny Pickett's injury. No, I, I about don't that? want
0: to talk about that either.
4: Getting close though. Right now. Mike Evans looked Mike Evans looked great yesterday, by the yeah, way. I know Thank you. me. You Thank wanna you know why Mike? I have
3: Simon behind me, Simone? Because she showed up for that game and rooted on her husband and apparently has more juice than Tay Tay. <laughs>
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's a curse. You leave she, out of it.
2: <laughs> you want to know what's wrong with the Chiefs? They've been swift-boated.
4: The team, the team has gone out downhill since Tay-Tay's come on the scene. Yeah. Can we she just talked about the Eagles
0: and the Niners. <laughs> Please. Well, you turned it over How? to House. What did you Can I just say – well, I, when I was at the Bucks game yesterday, they kept throwing highlights, and there were a lot of Forty Nine er highlights that kept coming. in every single like ten minutes, touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. It was yeah. really exciting. There were a lot. Did of you touchdowns.
3: get annoyed by it, five or six in a row, right? Six,
0: six, six. six. Was just six Debo. in a row. He's running everywhere. Run. Debo, Look, Debo, Debo. That game
3: could have gone in a whole different direction if the uh, Eagles had converted on the first two series instead of kicking field goals.
4: Or the rest of defensive pass House, you,
3: House you have. Uh, you were saying that you had a problem with the play calling. Well, you know they passed the ball well down to the red zone. What's your What's your gripe with the play calling on those first two series?
4: Well, they're they're really missing Dallas Godert. I mean, they are missing a tight end. Um, yeah. It's a it's a full option. It's a very good option out of their offense. Um, I don't know. Some one of you guys said it in the beginning of the year. I think it might have been Bison. It was me. I shrugged. I <laughs> Swift. I sh- I shrugged off. Um, no, I shrugged off Shane Steichen, our offensive coordinator, leaving and going to the Indianapolis Colts, and he was Bison. replaced. And he was replaced by Brian Johnson. And and Bison thought it was a big deal, and I, I shrugged it off. It's clearly a big deal. I mean, the Colts with Gardner Minshew are going to probably make the playoffs in the guys first year as a coach with Jonathan Taylor missing a, a hand that and you know and and Gardner Minshew is quarterback Brian Johnson has at his disposal AJ Brown DeAndre Swift DeVonte Smith Jalen Hurts and this team is struggling to score points at for large stretches and at a certain point, it's got to come back to the coordinator. But, and I, But, but Hal, what about your defense? I mean, your yes. defense got steamrolled. A lot of so, missed tackles, I was saying. So, so here's the deal. Against the 49ers, I'm not sure any team measures up with them. Maybe. I'm very interested to see this Baltimore Ravens game. I think they've got a game yeah. against the Ravens still this year. Because if you don't have good linebacker play that can – watch Debo that can watch McCaffrey that can watch Kittle you are toast you are absolutely toast and we suffered really bad injuries Nickobe Dean went down uh Cunningham went down so we right now last night we started three linebackers that were cut by our team earlier in the season we had to bring them back cuz we were out of linebackers and howie Roseman has never drafted linebackers other than Nickobe Dean f- as a priority, he just doesn't think they're important in the NFL, and he found out big time last night, which is why today we signed Shaq Leonard. But... There was uh, two things uh, that I I, I, I watched in the game.
1: First of all, there was a tunnel screen, which I had never heard before, and basically, I mean, if if you talk about how a play should run to Debo, like the the Niners linemen all shoot out, they basically like fan out like this and it creates a, a tunnel to the pylon, right? One of those screens to Debo, it was unbelievable where they called it a tunnel screen and you could actually see like an actual tunnel open up. It was so amazing to watch. And then the other thing that was pretty cool to watch, they had some really good footage of uh, Lane Johnson going against uh, Bosa So and, yeah, and just two. That was a war. Uh,
4: that was oh, a my war
1: God. last some night. How you you were at the game, right? Yep. So you didn't see. I mean, some of the footage that they were showing during the game was. I mean, it, it was. It was just impressive. Oh yeah, it was awesome to watch. It was really good. That was that was good stuff. Look how the Ralph, way the, gonna, the way I'm the Niners' good.
3: offense played yesterday. I'm not sure many te- there there are any teams in the NFL that would win that game, but they don't play that way every game. I mean, you just you just hit them at the.
2: Played that way I mean, they yeah they did Dallas.
3: Then they but lost how, so
2: I know you're going to be surprised, but I'm actually going to defend you on this because I I tend to agree. I'm not necessarily saying there's a conspiracy, you know, George Soros type thing, but playing three games in 13 days, clearly in in tough games like comebacks in the fourth quarter, I think you guys definitely wore down a lot quicker. Um, and you know, San Francisco came in with a chip. And you know what that chip was? They're like they felt like they were legitimate NFC champions last year, but for Purdy's injury, and they played like it. And so I was not surprised, maybe a little bit surprised by the score. I wasn't surprised that the San Francisco won. I thought you guys were set up for failure. Other than playing at home, I just, I, I didn't, I didn't think Philly
4: had much of a chance in that game. What's up next for the Eagles? They're playing another team with a chip and ten days rest. I know, right? I mean, at I mean, it, uh, on I the road, right on the Washington, road, though. yeah.
1: house the Eagles fans were pretty um well they're just pretty Eagles Spanish uh about you know what everybody used to say well if Purdy hadn't gone down in the championship game it would have been different that was like like you know that was just the Eagles like you know the whole world against the Eagles fans it's kind
4: of raise an eyebrow doesn't it I mean after that we can say, well, let's just say the 49ers <laughs> lost to the Chiefs last year in the Super Bowl. Or let, why don't we just say the 49ers won the Super Bowl last year? Let's just go there. They would have had Purdy and they would have won it. So let's just give the 49ers their fake effing ring. In the meantime, in the first quarter, when Purdy went in the pocket, he's a piece of garbage. I mean, we ate them alive in the first quarter and then shot Shanahan. Yeah, yeah, they had negative six yards in the first quarter. They, they had negative six yeah. yards. True. Four Four should have been up 14 right? to nothing. And then they Shanahan, went to the touchdowns in a row. Shanahan, on, who is right? a genius of a coach, said, we're not putting this guy back in the pocket another time. It's going to be bubble and tunnel screens the rest of the game and giving the ball to McCaffrey, and we're going to go right at their linebackers. He made an in-game adjustment that was perfect, and they destroyed us.
0: I've got a question for you. It wasn't Purdy. Really, want, it was it I was Shanahan. To, it
4: was it was not Purdy.
0: We haven't talked about this. Um, do you think any bu- blame any blame on Jalen Hurts at all? Yes. Do you think he's just. Per- I want you to talk yes. about Jalen Hurts because I don't think he's that great. I'm just throwing okay, it well, out there. Jalen did, Hurts is great. He, did, he is very overrated. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs>
4: <Not> you're <laughs> an idiot. But besides <laughs> okay. being an idiot, I, I am.
0: Look at <laughs> his numbers idiot. this year, Jalen They're Hurts. Very, they, Baker Mayfield
4: has better numbers. Okay. Cool. You must be baking on something. Jalen Hurts <laughs> just took the Eagles back in like four consecutive games down 10 points put the game the team completely on his back. Last night, Jalen Hurts probably had five or six times where I'm not even kidding you, he might have had 10 seconds in the pocket. He he the his offensive line was incredible in pass protection and we've we've suffered no in pass open. protection. No one was open and he no held on open. the ball and took sacks. Yeah. And took sacks.
3: Right. One Ryan time he Johnson fell down.
4: did a terrible job running a bunch of fly routes. There was no underneath route for any of our receivers to run. Of course, we didn't have a tight end to run a route, but it was just it was terrible play calling. And Jalen's fault last night was holding on to the ball. Get rid of the ball. Throw
3: it away. So would you say Throw that last night Jalen was just a guy?
0: I think he's just for a p- guy.
3: Uh, he was partner. in the MVP conversation until last night. And I still and he think still he is. is.
4: He still is.
3: Yeah, he still is. If, if
4: have, one of I, the two quarterbacks plays well next Monday night or whatever it is, Sunday, Monday night, who if one of the two plays exceptionally well between the Cowboys and the Eagles, they're going to win the MVP in that game. All right. That's my prediction. I want to give you a lot of credit. I feel like there was a time not too long ago
1: where you would have not been, been available for this podcast. He's mean, evolved, hasn't he, fellas?
0: You've
4: evolved. evolved. Listen, <laughs> you listen, douchebags. It. We're ten and one. We have the best <laughs> record in the <laughs> <laughs> NFL. <laughs> 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 NFL we're off, 10 so. and That's right. I'm That's right. Ten, 10 and, 10 and two.
2: two. You're ten, 10, 10, 10
3: and two. two. and And,
4: and to Pope's right, point, if so if, if you had gone
3: into this six game stretch and could have guaranteed that you'd go five and one, you probably would have taken it. For sure. You're gonna beat this. I mean, the Cowboys have only beaten the Seahawks, who are a team in decline. So all right, what else do we have to talk about from week thirteen in the NFL? Milk's an idiot.
2: And let's I see. Mean, um, are we not worried about the Chiefs again? I mean, we can saying The Chiefs suck. Game.
1: What's wrong with the Chiefs? Chiefs? Why yeah. do they suck? You know what? Terrible. Many receivers?
3: Screwed last night.
1: Coordinators. Well,
3: coordinators and receivers who can get open and catch the ball.
1: Yeah, they're missing yeah. their coordinator. Their mean, receivers are open beat terrible.
3: The they're terrible. Who's that? Who's that guy the Giants drafted? I can't even remember his name. I hate him so much. I put him out of my mind. Evan Neal. No, the guy oh. from Florida. The receiver from Florida. Oh, Jadaris. Jadaris. Tony Jardarius no. Tony. That guy doesn't know how to run a pattern. You know, he's just he's dumb. He's got bad hands, and he's the best receiver on their team. The best he wide receiver. Be. And
1: and by the way, the more you see Tyree kill play, and I will admit, I thought the guy's a speed guy, you know, maybe they let him go because he's getting a little older and you lose a step. And if you're, you know, if you're a speed guy and you lose that step, then you don't have a lot more. Holy shit. That guy is, I mean, he's unbelievable. He,
3: sh- he should be considered in the MVP conversation. He should be. He should yeah. be. And this is a year where he might be.
0: A lot but, of people get in front of me when I pick in fantasy football. A lot of people in this podcast.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. The Chiefs. Are though? About, um, big Mil- trouble. <laughs> big trouble for the Chiefs. All I,
2: right, think, the, I think the I think the AFC AFC number one uh seed is gonna come down to um New Year's Eve when we have the Miami at Baltimore. That's gonna decide it, I think. Be for it.
3: I could definitely be for it. Yeah, Miami seems to be getting better.
2: And
4: let's see what we do does. Yeah.
3: Does anybody think that the Patriots threw that game against the Chargers for the draft pick? What, what were your I thoughts mean, on that game, sc- How do you score zero points? God damn it! How, how do you score six if you're the how Chargers? You score six? You're five and a half point favorites, and you cover the spread. by, by the way, six points. We did. We did <laughs> have a score. We
1: did have a score-agami yesterday. Oh. In the Redskins. In the Redskins game. Commanders Dolphins, 45 15. First time we've ever had a score,
3: 45 15. I should have stuck with my original Plexico last week when I picked them. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: can I just real quick? Yeah, real quick before we get off this, I think congratulations are in order for Mr. Mike Evans. This guy is the most underrated wide receiver to ever play the game. Yes, he is. 10th straight (laughs) year of 1,000 yards. He already got it last night. Only one other person. One other person did that over 10 years. Who is it? Jerry Rice. Rice. Jerry Rice. Rice. Jerry Rice did it 14 years straight. Uh, The guy's incredible. I
4: love Mike Evans. And we're
0: we're in a contract dispute. We won't resign him because we're idiots.
4: Consistent with its fans. Okay. How'd we do in Plaxico?
0: Yeah. I know I won. (laughs) You did? Uh Yeah. <laughs> oh I did week week 13.
3: House was big on the Titans and unfortunately lost because they he it was the Titans were getting two and a half against the Colts and the Colts lost beat him. in
4: overtime. Lost in overtime. Yeah.
3: Bison is to be determined because he's got Jacksonville tonight. Wow. Oh, Monday night action. Yeah. Oh. Mr. Pope, the hung, going. Mr. Pope Mr. Pope has gone from the lead to losing four out of the last five games. I don't know what's going on, Pope. You were so hot early on. I, I uh, mean, he Steelers had the Steelers.
2: Steelers yeah, right. Who could have guessed, that's, right? The, I mean, Mike Tomlin said that's one of the most embarrassing performances he's ever had as a, as a head coach. I mean, it was what the fuck was that? I
3: don't know. I don't get it. I'm happy. I'm happy to car. It, anytime the Cardinals win, I'm happy, but that's, that's crazy. Milkman out of spite took the 49ers and it paid off. He's got the W. So now Ooh, milk, I know what he's uh, taking this
0: week. <laughs> oh, you know, what? I
3: milk ended his three game losing streak and took a W. Um, and I, picked the cowboys over the seahawks cowboys won but didn't cover so i took a loss so in the last oh, uh man. in the last uh since week 9 when i've been keeping track of this we need to catch up with house's records and figure out who's who's in the league uh if biden wins if if bison wins tonight he's got four wow. straight wins
4: <laughs> if biden wins milk B- on the podcast the B-
3: bison could, bison's going for four wins in a row the anti-MAGA coming coming. Mexico by the oldest SMQB my god Uh,
2: so awesome all right so let's
3: talk about week 14 fellas
2: hmm I'll go first Uh, go ahead I'm gonna take the Cowboys three and a half I feel good about this game they they win at home I'm not saying they'll win anything other than that. But they'd like to win it out.
0: I'll take that bet too. Put me down for the Cowboys. Yeah,
4: I'm a bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, it leaves me no choice. I'm going to take the Falcons minus two and a half at home against the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> they forced means. me into it, but I just, I'm going to win now this week. What's the, what, what, what's the spread there? Falcons two minus two and a half.
3: At home, Bison. What do you have?
4: I think I'm
1: taking the Steelers. Oh my goodness! Six oh God. To the Pats. <laughs> what are you doing? You, you think the Pats are going to win that game? Running. Oh,
4: that might. Oh, be good. Who knows? I'm who knows? Uh, who's playing Jones quarterback? quarterback? Who's playing quarterback? I think Trace McSorley is playing quarterback for the Steelers. Oh, is he out? Yeah, he's not playing. Yeah, he's Did out. Pick
3: it?
0: Oh, that change I change your bet. Picket,
3: yeah, Pickett's deep trouble.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. um, it yeah, I'll revive then. You're concerned about New England. <laughs> they didn't score a point.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, get some uh, Chargers. I'll Jacksonville getting uh, giving three to Cleveland. All that's right. good. I,
3: well, that's a good bet. All right, I am going to take the Texans giving six. The Jets 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 Jets. Who are trying to turn to Zach Wilson, and he's saying, "No, he no, no! I'm entering. The, I'm entering the transfer
2: portal. <laughs> I refuse to play.
3: He it's won't play to
2: play."
4: <laughs> That's too funny. Too funny. Zach Wilson to the transfer portal. That is That's the great. biggest
0: train wreck of a team out of anyone in the NFL. The Jets. Oh, Holy shit! All right. Is
4: that it. Wait, Wait, see, can we talk time? about? Can we talk about how overrated Juan Soto is and why there's so oh, much noise? Oh, here we Can go. we talk about, what is the point of all these teams clamoring for this clown? Um, I don't even he know looks where good to when with you. I don't even know where He gets start. a lot of walks. He gets a lot of walks, right? Do you, do you
1: know what yeah. his numbers were last year? A lot of walks. I mean, this, this year that you said that, that he wasn't that great in, first of all, he played in 162 games. You know how many they play
4: every year? play 162,
1: yeah. Well, if you don't make the playoffs, you only make a
4: a play 162.
1: 156 hits, 35 homers, 109 RBIs, 132 walks. A lot of walks. His OPS was 930, which is like top eight. I mean, he was in like the top eight of every offensive category basically last year. Um, I, I mean, I just, I don't even really know where to start with you on this stuff. His slugging percentage is 519. His on base percentage is 410. 410. I mean, he is, I don't, I guess I'm not really sure why you don't like him. Every statistic that matters in baseball now, he is trending towards being one of the top 10 hitters
4: in the history of the game. What is it that you don't like about him? I just went through the top five of every leader in the National League. He's only in the top five and runs batted in. Okay, I said top eight. All right. You know, I just, I think he's very, very good. But, like, people are putting him in the breath of, like, what everything's about. That's silliness. He Trout? Yeah, Trout trout Ken williams otani akuna he is in that
1: category his offensive numbers are in those categories i mean with you thought, what is the most i thought important you're the guy, guy that numbers? i thought
4: that you're the guy that thinks that like championships and winning matters well, he's got it, a world it,
1: series rookie he's got but, a, he's got a world series at age 25 how many See that's Marco what I have?
3: that's what I like about him for the Yankees. He seems to thrive under the big lights. I mean, he came alive during the World Series. He he, he could handle the heat of New York. He
1: hit three homers in the World Series and hit like three fifty.
4: Yeah, Oh. I thought it was your pitching that won.
1: He also hit a home run uh, right after Rendon hit one. He hit the tying home run in Game Five of the NLCS. Uh, I'm sorry, the NLDS.
4: Maybe it's just like his annoying swagger. I think you he, just don't like. Him. He hit thirty-five as home as runs last to season. To Bryce Harper, yeah, he doesn't have swagger like Soto. Oh, what?
0: Oh, what? Foto, oh, oh. Hey, he does all he the stuff. Soto had one hundred and fifty-six hits play. last season. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. Yeah,
2: this, He has swagger. Who cares? I, it's, what? it's fine. Bill, go ahead. So he, you you say?
0: Thirty-five home runs last season for who? Yeah. yeah. 156 hits
1: yeah 132 walks
0: pretty solid I,
1: it's it's an amazing season i mean
4: yeah he, he's, he's tied together. for 21st in hits
1: yeah but he had 132 walks see if i'll look if you just look at a guy's batting average then you're going to look at soto as a mediocre player better than average player if you just look at batting average but batting average doesn't mean anything anymore and you got to look at things like on-base percentage slugging and ops because those are telling the real story i mean average takes walks out of it and a walk is as good as a single right in most cases so you know when you when that's why everybody looks at slugging and ops and and on-base percentage now because the idea is to get on base and and collect as many bases as you can and since he's been in Major League Baseball, very few players do it as, as well as he does. Would and you in the history of the game. What would you be willing to give up to get him back? I'd I'd give up
4: probably what we got for him. I'd take and him more? back in a heartbeat. Would you, would you mortgage the franchise to get him back?
1: Probably, because he's so young. Yeah. Wow. I mean, the only... The only reason to, to say no is we're so far away from being a contender. That's the only reason you would say no to that. It's like we don't need a piece or two. We, You know, we, we're really young. But right. I, I, you know, I think that's a guy that you could have rebuilt around him. Any team that gets him is going to instantly be better. I mean, he the, the reason the Padres didn't make the playoffs wasn't because of the season that Juan Soto had. Soto had a damn good season last year. So the question will is, end where up? is he going to go? Is he going to end up yeah. in Toronto?
0: God, I can I handle not. that. Ah, uh, no, that would be no, awesome. no, no, that would be terrible. <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> so suddenly, he looks, looks better, he looks a lot better. He looks a lot
4: better to Rooster and Milk right now, huh? <laughs> Milk, where would you rather have him? The Blue Jays or the Yankees?
0: Mm. Mm, Blue Jays, I guess. If I have to yeah. pick one, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: What about mm. what's let's I mean look Soto's I, you guys love to 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 pick on me about Soto I guess just it, but, me just me but just really me. what's going on with Otani I mean we're not going to know anything about Otani and that's I mean that's really the the one that everybody w-
3: wants to know right He's going to he's going to the Dodgers don't you think
0: well, What about the well, Cubs That makes that makes sense What Why about do you want to go to the Cubs
2: Well have, did you hear the Dodgers were trying to pitch him on we'll pay you X until you can show us that you can pitch again, and then we'll pay you why? I mean, you think that's going smart. on with other teams? Smart. Can they do that? Sure. Uh-huh. Structure a contract any way you want.
4: That's smart.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. are you paying for a Cy Young? When are you paying for an MVP,
0: you know, home run, uh, an RBI guy? And is Anaheim fully out of this? Mm, not officially. Yeah. Well, they they
3: act right. like they are. I mean, they we pretty much they... screwed up at the l- end of the year if they think they w- want to keep Otani. Yeah. yeah. So I don't <laughs> think Soto has any interest in going to the Toronto. Do you? I mean, he strikes me as the kind of guy who thought
4: San Diego was a little too boring.
0: Who'd want to go to Canada?
4: God. But <laughs> oh, wait, I I, I I'm I feel like I'm hearing conflicting things. Is this required to happen by trade or not? Because I keep, keep hearing about trade for Soto. I thought he's – is he under contract for San Diego? They have another year on him. Okay, they oh. do? Okay.
3: Ooh. They have another year on him. So this it would be a trade. Okay. And they and want it starting pitching.
0: <laughs> they got to they, they trade him. They got too many holes. Why too are they much,
3: getting rid hey, of Blake too Snell much. too expensive?
0: They, how much money are they spending?
3: Their oh, payroll's
1: wow. out of
0: control. Their payroll's out in the control. top three. And they're not getting any sort of return. I love Snow. I think the I story of the offseason
4: is not is may not be the Japanese player Shohei Otani, but the other couple of Japanese players that are thinking about coming over, which I think Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Yeah. I think the Yankees have a beat on him. Yeah, Don't know all regard him.
0: What? Sure, they do.
3: <laughs> Yoshimoto, <laughs> Yomomato.
4: Yeah, you, you make a good point, but I, I
1: think it's hard to say that Otani's not going to be the story. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Yes, those guys are going to be really fascinating to watch and see and see how they how they develop in the majors. But Otani's still where it's at. Same they got to get Otani to the uh, to the Eastern Time Zone.
0: I don't think he's going to the Eastern Time Zone. He's so West Coast, dude. I know, but Dodgers makes perfect sense. And then they, the Dodgers, it makes too much sense.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Cubs. Cubs would be crazy. I, I just can't imagine them pulling that off. Oh
3: no, I can't either.
4: I he can't imagine him. Six hundred home going runs at Wrigley. There. But the last the
1: last update we heard was that he's not going to be signing with a team during the winter meetings. Is that right?
4: Yeah, that was today. It's today's report.
0: It's going to be a big, big contract.
4: It's probably not going to raise, right, Milk? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Does he Son have like of a that. younger brother we can sign? <laughs> like in elementary school?
4: Obey Otani.
1: We could afford him. All right. <laughs> Anything else on hot stove? No. Don't call it a comeback. All right. Anybody have a punch? Was there anybody punchable this week? I, I can't remember if there was anybody uh, who uh, might be punchable. Uh, there are a
4: few.
3: I House, have a, had a one. Punch.
4: Go ahead. Go ahead, House. Uh I never, ever, ever, ever come to the rescue of LeBron James. I, I'm not a big LeBron fan. But if you guys didn't see this audio that they actually found between Ime Udoka and LeBron in the Rockets versus the Lakers game, good for LeBron. Le- you know, LeBron does cry for a lot of calls, which is fine. Um, and Udoka, who's a coach, says, would you stop bitching? And LeBron says, hey, man, like, like, we're adults here. Like, choose a different word. He's like, well, you know, get your stop your bitch ass, whatever. And LeBron's like, come on, man. Like, you're bigger than that. Like, that's that's not a cool word to use th- these days. Like, choose a different word. And Udoka would not let down. And eventually they they both got tossed out of the game. And look, I'm sure banter like that goes on all the time. This guy, Udoka, he has a little bit of a past. You know, he yeah. was a coach that had some impropriety with the female staffer, it's probably not the best time to be like, when a guy's saying, let's just be adults in the room, you want to fight about something else, or you want to use different words, go for it. But I just thought Udoka was a real punk in that moment. And he might be a good coach, but doesn't seem like the cleanest guy. And for that reason, I'm just going to take LeBron's right hand and give him an uppercut.
3: Sounds like you, your Lebron has is thinking about politics after he retires. Maybe,
4: maybe.
1: <laughs> All right, that's a good one, um, House. Do you have a mouth guard? No, You might oh, want to put no. It in for the rest of these What punches. the hell? I'm just saying.
4: What I? Do, uh, no way! <laughs> you better not punch this guy, Big, Big Dom. The python. Oh no! Dom. You better not! Oh no! Dom. Big thumb! Dom! Dom is getting punched. <laughs> By the Big way, four punches. By the way, I can give Dom every single one of your email addresses and your home addresses, you so go Dom, DeSandra, where yeah, whatever, go bring it. Yo. you go ahead now. Go ahead. You're all right. Now let Dom. me hear. Him.
2: Milk, have you ever? Did you finally see it yet? I I, I still haven't seen it. give the run. give the quick How? story of what How? happened. How? How? All right. So
3: so so. Uh, Dre Greenlaw, the linebacker for the 49ers, tackles uh, Devonta Smith out of bounds and in the process picks him up and slams him.
4: Okay. Want to make sure that's part of the facts. Rightfully
3: got an unnecessary roughness penalty called against him.
4: Okay. Seemed like an okay
1: tackle. This guy
3: on the sideline for the Eagles who's not a coach, an assistant coach, a trainer, He's the head of security, has no business being where he was, steps up and puts his hands on the chest of Greenlaw and shoves him. So Greenlaw, oh. you know, jabs his his finger into into Dom's face and immediately gets G. ejected. So here's and and the, the the excuse at first was, well, this guy's the head of our security. What does that mean? If there's a fight out on the field, he's going to run out there and join in in the fight and start punching people? Depends what happens know. in the fight. Really, you know, it it's depends. depends. It's, it's it depends. The consequences of allowing some guy who means nothing to the outcome of the game to get a star linebacker thrown out of the game is bullshit. That oh, should come never. On. No way Greenlaw should have been thrown out of that game. This 450-pound monster of a man comes up and shoves him. Of course, he's going to stick no, his hands in his face. The, 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 the I mean, Eagles should not have this guy on the
2: sideline. Yeah, what he is fucking he? Why is he Sirianni's so bodyguard?
4: Look how close no. Greenlaw is in this picture to Sirianni. He's protecting his coach. It's because Sirianni's in him. his face. He's a bitch. That was after Sirianni oh. came over. Why
1: is, is this, this guy dude? so close to the gate? <laughs> what is he doing my, there? Pope just so went Ime Adoka on this pod. <laughs> <laughs> who is this guy anyway? First of all, how right. right. don't even know this? But the the nut nut broadcasters, whoever they were, who were they for this game? I don't even remember. But they were Greg talking Olson about how he gave restaurant recommendations. Yeah, the, you know before this even happened, this guy had more airtime. Then then, you know, I think uh, Devonte Smith had up to that point in the game. And and he's, they're talking about the restaurant recommendations and what a guy is. And then the next thing you know, they're like, who is it down there in the middle? They're probably going, oh, shit, this is the guy that we were talking about earlier about what a good guy is. And, and the ref, it, Really,
3: the refs are part of this punch. The refs should not have thrown out the player. Oh My God, you, you can't throw out a player because some schmo on the sidelines provokes him. <laughs>
4: It's well, just unfair. All, Otherwise, all, every think, team's gonna pull this now. I think I think they scored five consecutive touchdowns after this play. That's part one. It did so spark I think the, yeah. it did spark them. Yeah. That's part Greg
2: one. Ol- Olson was like, Well, this is gonna spark the spark the the they got Philly all fired up and their fans and they're gonna respond and then San Francisco just steamrolled them.
3: The best thing Dom- uh, to me was that Big Dom has a forearm sleeve on for some reason. <laughs> <And> t- <laughs> But they threw him out of the game and he's waddling down the sideline to get down to the tunnel. He's got all this big black
4: forearm sleeve on. The what, NFL like, needs more characters. He's, he's, this, this is the backstory of Dom DeSandro. The NFL needs more ca- ca- characters like Dom. Dom was brought on to the team by Andy Reid years and years ago when there were lots of players that were getting in all kinds of trouble, doing all kinds of dumb off field shit. And so Andy Reed brings on Dom and he's the enforcer. He just makes yeah, sure He's the fixer. <laughs> I, hey. You got your I own Mr. Wolf. So Dom just stayed on with the team and he now like he greets every single player at the airport. He is just he is the team's bouncer. And sounds like their mascot. He's Definitely. he's great. By the way, it's if unbelievable. you didn't see if you didn't see last night, so I guess all I don't really know what the origins of this are, but the NFL coaches now are wearing flags like, like Belichick's got like Croatians, I don't whatever. But Sirianni and Dom both have a big Italian flag on the side of their hat, and Dom's got the necklace of the yep. actual Italy boot hanging from around his neck. <laughs> it's just great. It is so good for football. Listen, you got in the coach's face. Look how close Greenlaw is to Sirianni. Dom did the right thing. So Again, back off. why is Sirianni in the player's face? So he just <laughs> threw his star player down the ground. One of your Alabama guys. You should come to defense of this.
3: Hey, I played football with a guy in high school who had Dom's job in the NBA. Yeah, I think he started out at he started out with the Celtics, but I forget which team he was with when this happened. But he was doing the. Meet the players and make sure he babysat them when they all went out in the limo. And he was in the limo by himself waiting on these players to come out of the club and there was a drive by shooting into the limo with a like oh, an yeah. automatic weapon and he got like shot five or six times. It took him years to come back from it. Wow. I saw him I saw him. He's fine now, but it's a dangerous job. The, <laughs> the
4: enforcer. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'll let I'll let Dom Definitely. know that you all punched him. Everybody still you, have their hand up that. to punch Dom. Just want to make sure. Uh, me. I think I hey. can take that fat fuck.
2: <laughs> hey, we'd love to have yeah. Dom come on the pod and talk it's to us Come on, come on, him Dom. on, the pod.
3: yeah. We'll- <laughs> come on, tell us why <laughs> well, you need that some time? forearm brace. Ooh, he's a too much here. you know what. All
1: right, anybody? Any other punches? All right, who's got a lasso?
3: Barbecue sauce. I've got one. Uh, I would commend to all of you an article that our buddy Jerry Bembry recommended uh, on Facebook by Ashwana Kumar, who writes for ESPN.com. She did an article um, on, on uh, Cammie Minor, who is the daughter of baby Jordan, Harold Miner. And in this article, you know, you learn a lot about Harold minor. I think, I don't know about you guys, but I assumed that he was just a disappointment. You know, he came out with all this hype out of USC, baby Jordan, baby Jordan. Apparently he was at some high school camp and Jordan challenged him to one-on-one game to five. And Harold minor was up four to nothing until Jordan came back and beat him five to four. And I just thought he kind of flamed out in the pros. But then I was reminded by this article that, you know, he won the slam dunk competition his his rookie season, I think it was like ninety-three, uh, for the for the Heat. He won it a second time, which I think only one other person, maybe Neek, did that. Um, and he didn't flame out. He hurt his knee in his first season, and it just never was right after that. And the poor guy was just heartbroken because basketball was his life and, um, and retired and was sad about it and gained a bunch of weight and got married. And he and his wife had this child girl named Cammie, and he has devoted his life to training Cammie, who is a volleyball player and is now playing for Stanford. And is probably one of the top, I don't know, three in the country he played on the Olympics, Anyway, I'm just telling you, read this article. It's called The Prodigy and the Protégé, The Pain of Baby Jordan and the Power of Cami Minor. And I think you'll conclude that there's worse things in life than being a superstar father, which is what he is. And it's just a really nice read. You should read it. It's great.
2: Cool. Can you text that link to us?
4: Sure. We'll post it, too, for all of our listeners. Absolutely.
1: Any more lassos? That's a good one, Rooster. All right. Who's
2: got a buzzer beater? I got one. Mark Cuban sold his majority interest in the Dallas Mavericks to Miriam Adelson, who is the head of the Las Vegas Sands Company out of Las Vegas. Didn't we cover this last episode? No, I don't think we think did. So. I don't I, know. Anyway, well, anyway, ahead. anyway, um, the uh, uh stories are coming out now, trying to figure out what exactly Cuban has been up to, um, and it looks like there's going to be a play towards uh, the Texas legislature to try to get gambling passed, so that we can get a Venetian-like resort. And and you, we may have actually talked about it last week. The reason I'm bringing it up is because I was actually at the Venetian this weekend at the sphere to see you too. And I would love to see uh that you know kind of atmosphere and have a sphere like you know uh arena at in Dallas. And so hopefully Cuban
4: is up to that.
3: That's except that's exactly what by, he says by, his plan is.
4: Except the sphere is owned by Dolan, the New York Knicks yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. No, he wants yeah, to do he a, wants it to be a, a sands here.
4: property in Dallas. Yeah.
3: And have the and relocate the Mavs Stadium to 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 or the Coliseum to that to that complex, yeah, and be you know be part owner of a bigger thing than just the Dallas Mavericks. It's That's interesting true. because you know Dallas doesn't exactly scream, you know, party city
1: like uh you know destination city, right? So if they build something big like that, are they going to turn? Is Dallas going to become a destination city to go to? It's not, said- it's not exactly Vegas. Na- Nashville a,
4: wasn't.
3: Nashville wasn't always a yeah. destination city, and now it is. That's the risk they're taking. Yeah, yeah. All right. What other buzzer beaters?
4: I, I know you took a tough one uh, in college basketball, though I think it's going to raise their profile for Georgetown. I think college basketball is going to be really fun this season. I mean, I, I think it's fun every single season, but it's very early. But some of the the very best who you wouldn't expect to lose are losing. You know, I think Purdue took an unexpected one on the chin from Northwestern and Marquette took a loss. And, um, you know, uh, I just think there's been a lot of fun early on in the season that suggests that we are in store for a really great, greater parody March madness again this year. I'm already very intrigued in this year's college basketball season because of how even it is, because there's no runaway. That's my buzzer beater.
3: We need to start planning our uh, March Madness
4: podcast. Yeah. Where
3: we're gonna be and Rooster, what why do you we have ready.
2: UConn as your background? It's something no, funny.
3: I think we're looking at a repeat champion, that's why. <laughs>
4: oh, here we go.
2: Oh. <laughs> is, there, is there a is there
3: a game tomorrow night, Rooster? There's i I There is a big game. I don't know who it is, though. I don't know. That would be
2: North Carolina and UConn at the Jimmy V Classic in the city. I will say uh, before my buzzer
1: beater, um, you're right. Georgetown got got hosed on a call. But, um, man, if if you listen to the comments from uh, Ed Cooley after they got the right guy running the program. He, he did not, I mean, he talked about how good the referees are, uh, how they had chances to win the game, how the team, you know, it was his fault for not having the kid miss the second free throw. I mean, the last thing he did was blame the official. I don't think he ever blamed the officials. Uh, so it, it was pretty cool to see that. And apparently, I was not at the game, um, but apparently the the place was actually packed and they said it was one of the loudest Georgetown crowds They've had in a long, long time. Good. So that was good. good. Um, my buzzer beater, though, is is just to mention the NBA in season tourney uh, final leg kicks off tonight. We've got in the West quarters. The Lakers have the one seed. They're playing the Suns. The Kings have the two seed taking the Pelicans. Uh, that is the Kings Pelicans play tonight at ten. and the East uh quarters are the bucks with the one seed playing the knicks that's tomorrow night tonight we've got number two pacers playing the celtics all these games are in vegas uh so it's like it's like a little uh you know march madness sort of tournament there and then the uh the semis will be thursday and the championship saturday
3: night so that should be some fun stuff so no nuggets that, that's no, kind of crazy, hot. right? Do the Nuggets just not yep. care about this tournament? I don't
1: know, but the, all the, the reports have been that, that people do care about it, and they've been taking it pretty seriously. Uh, it's not been a gimmick thing to the players, apparently. So,
2: um, Wait, so all these know. games are going to be in Vegas, the whole quarterfinals up to the final? I think that's right. So the teams will Am just I stay mean, in Vegas until Saturday? The, I, think, uh, I think I'm right about finals. that. Am I wrong?
0: I don't know.
2: We have never done That's this
4: before. Yeah. Um no. yeah. And in fact, all... they they had to actually, because of this, they had to tweak the schedule in the NBA for those teams that didn't make it. So there were a couple extra, even though they're all regular season games, these these games don't count towards the regular season, these ones that are in the actual in Vegas. But the other teams uh had they basically left a blank in the schedule. And now there's some quick games that are being filled in over this next week. Right. Right.
1: <laughs> and the last thing I'll leave you with, given that Georgia's out of the playoff, college football playoff, can anybody tell me the last team that won three championships in a row?
0: Minnesota. Harvard.
1: Yeah. Who said Minnesota? Me. Patrick. Milt's got it. When, Is when that was right? It?
0: 1936 to 38 maybe
1: i think it's thir- it's 34 to 36.
0: Uh, yeah. well,
2: good job Mel. i just good heard job. it this weekend i just heard it
0: this yeah weekend. i would
2: I, I would guess you
1: didn't know that
0: i totally just knew that
2: <laughs> like
0: yeah. some idiot All right, savant.
1: anything else
3: anyone else you got, did you I, guys I, see that call last night we, we don't have to do this on on air
1: well, we're on Let's
2: air now. All right. on well, air. did you, you said, guys see that? You did you see that you call last it. night in,
3: in the in the Green Bay, the Hail Mary game? No, the which one, one? that where the offensive oh, call. defensive back climbed over the back of of uh, Scandling Valdez or whatever his name is MVS. Huh? How I, do you not I, call I that?
2: As much NFL as I watch, which is probably too much. Uh, I think the pass interference is so inconsistent this year. I mean yeah. you could call on defensive pass interference on pretty much every close uh call on on whether they underthrew the receiver or you know they're they never turned their head but this one wasn't a close call. The guy jumped. No, I know. The I ball. know.
3: He's He's just, I, and Stop watching so much football and get outside. Get outside. All right.